Movies and musicals on RTE Lyric FM, sponsored by IFI at Home, the new streaming service from the Irish Film Institute. Come home to film. Come home to ifihome.ie. Everybody here for the interview? What little lady made these? That is revenge. You're gonna need more men. In the south of France. It is a problem, I admit. Dumbledore asked that I give you something. Save the moon, save Earth. Why are you so handsome? I may vomit with you. The hell are you supposed to be? The movie news. I'm vengeance. With Garrett Daly. Ooh, big Astoria. Good afternoon to you, Garrett. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. Good. Now, we are big fans of Spanish Spanish director Pedro Almodovar on movies and musicals. His next feature is an, it's, well, it's an English language one for starters, but it's an unusual one, isn't it? Yeah, so he's doing one with Kate Blanchett and it's called A Manual for Cleaning Women. Now, before it, though, he's going doing a short film. Now, we don't normally do, ca- do casting on a short film, but actually, who he has attracted for it, uh, really good cast, Ethan Hawke mm. and Pedro Pascal. So they're going to star in it. It's a half-hour Western short film called Strange Way of Life. I suspect he's probably just getting into the rhythm of um, the English language before tackling the feature. And this one is the story of a man, Silva, riding on a horse across a desert to Bitter Creek. He's come to visit Sheriff Jake, mm-hmm with whom he worked as a hired gun 25 years earlier. Silva comes with a pretext of re-encountering his old friend, but after a celebratory night, Jake tells him that the real reason for the visit isn't memories of their old friendship. So filming for this one's going to take place in the deserts of southern Spain, including Lovely. a settlement that uh, Sergio Leone used and built five decades ago for the Clint Eastwood-led Man With No Name trilogy. So that all uh, sounds very exciting. Oh, I'm there. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> well, he started it longer, actually. Maybe, maybe as you say, he'll start it as a short and we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, looking forward surprised. to that, yeah. Now, what about Russell Crowe? He's set to star in a supernatural thriller called The Pope's Exorcist, which hails from Overlord director Julius Avery. Now, mm-hmm. Crowe is going to portray the real-life uh, figure of Father Gabriel Amorth, a, a priest who acted as the chief exorcist for the Vatican and apparently performed over hundreds of thousands of exorcisms in his lifetime. Um, He wrote two memoirs, An Exorcist Tells His Story and An Exorcist More Stories which deals with the experiences battling Satan and demons. So a good comedy then for Russell Crowe, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So they're filming for this, which I found really curious is that it's going to be shooting in Ireland in September. Now I'll bring you more news of that when I have it, but it sounds like a good Project for Crow, as you said, not a comedy. No, okay, that's interesting. There, Russell Crowe is coming to Ireland. Alrighty, now a great cast lined up for this next one. The critic, tell us more about this, Garrett. Yeah, you mentioned great cast. We've got Ian McKellen. Gemma Arterton, um, Mark Strong, Leslie Manville and Ben Barnes all set for what is a period thriller yeah. called The Critic. It's based on Antti Quinn's classic novel called Curtain Call and this story unfolds in 1934 London when McKellen playing Jimmy Erskine, the most feared drama critic in town. Oh. I can already oh, see listen, him I'm in there, that definitely, yeah. Yeah. Arterton plays Nina Land, an actress who's determined to win his favour and when Jimmy finds himself in the crosshairs of his newspaper, newspaper's new owner, David Brooke, played by Strong, Nina is entangled in a dangerous web of blackmail, deceit and murder. Anna Tucker is directing from a script by Oscar nominee Patrick Marber, who did notes on a scandal. Filming for this one is now underway mm, in London. What a great role for you, McKellen. Love the sound of that. Uh, now, are we, I thought we were done with Ghostbusters. We're not. 
You'll never be done with Ghostbusters, <laughs> I'm afraid, if Sony Pictures have their way because they've decided that they're going to do a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife, okay. which came out, if you remember, last year. Currently untitled, but they're going to see the series return to New York City and its firehouse setting. The project has been dubbed the next chapter in the Spengler family story and will once again be directed by Jason Reitman from a screenplay he's co-writing with uh, Gil Keenan. It's not clear which Afterlife cast members or other legacy characters will be returning. But uh, with Ghostbusters, they've, you know, they're going to keep doing them. They've got a release date already set for it, December 20th. 2023. Okay, you've some uh, interesting release dates for us this afternoon because uh, Steven Spielberg's next film is on the way. His next film's called The Fablemans and and basically this is a kind of loosely based on his own formative years and his relationship with his parents. It's a coming of age film. Good cast though. Michelle Williams, Seth Rogen and Paul Dano star Mm. alongside Gabrielle Labelle as well who plays an aspiring young filmmaker. Williams will play a character based on Spielberg's mother and Dano, his father. Rogen is playing his uncle. He's directing of course but he's co-wrote the script with Tony Kushner Mm. again and I suppose with the Placing of this, you mentioned dates, it's going to open um, in New York and Los Angeles November 11th and then open wider across the states November 23rd. This, of course, puts it right in the heart of the awards season. Yes. And, of course, the last movie that he released to do this was West Side Story, mm-hmm. which went on to be nominated for seven Oscars with the uh, winning Best Actress, Supporting Actress Award for Ariana DeBose as well. So it's probably going to be in the awards uh, run or certainly mm. the, the, the release schedule is feeling like it will be anyway. It's and interesting, that, of isn't it? Yeah, is, such a personal yeah. tale for him for this one personal tale mm. for him and you know that's a big weekend the Thanksgiving weekend that it's going to open wide and I suppose yeah as well look he's he's, he's he's jumped so much across different genres at this stage that telling a, a personal story was I think there's been a lot of that in his films if you look at it you know yes. elements of it in terms of his relationship with his parents certainly has dominated many of the uh, of the films but I suppose in this this case we know specifically that it is definitely an extension of his own childhood here and his formative years okay that's the Fablemans. We look forward to it. Uh, what trailer should we check out online uh, this week, Gareth? I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago because I, I said that it was doing a very limited cinema release and then going straight to streaming on Amazon Prime. And this is Ron Howard's true story survival as rescue drama called 13 Lives. So this film deals with the 12 young soccer players and their assistant coach, who, if you remember, were stuck in the flooded caves in Thailand yes. uh, for over two weeks back in 2018. Really good cast here. You've got Colin Farrell, Joel Edgerton, uh, Viggo Mortensen, Tom Bateman and Paul Gleason starring as members of the historic team who uh, were involved in the underwater rescue which made global headlines. So 13 Lives is going to be out in the cinemas July 29th and then it's going to be coming to the streaming service Amazon Prime as I said on August 5th. Okay let's take a little listen. Last seen nine days ago 12 boys and their coach are trapped in the flooded cave. Hello? Hey. We're here. How many of you? Thirteen. Thirteen? They're all alive. Uh, can we go out now? Yeah, clip there from 13 Lives Guard. As you said, a great cast. Our own Colin Farrell and there and Viggo Mortensen, Joel Edgerton. I, I did see the, the documentary on that tale last year, The Rescue, which was great. I mean, it's such a compelling story. But I think by the trailer of this, it looks good. It, it's kind of unusual. It's not going to get a, a major cinema release, isn't it? 
I think it might be more to do with the corporate dealings behind the scenes with MGM and Amazon, you know. But I think, you know, Ron Howard, it's fair to say, I mean, he's made a lot of movies. Yeah. He rarely makes a bad one. Mm. Um, so I think, I don't think it's it's anything to do with the straight to streaming. I think it's the it's Amazon wanting to put a big release on their, yes. on their platform. Uh, so we'll see. Time will tell. Okay, that is uh, 13 Lives. Let's come to new releases in cinemas and the minions are back. Yes, Gareth, the minions are. Oh, they do make me laugh, I have to say. How about you? Does this mean we have to lose them now from the opening jingle <laughs> that we have all. now that the Not movie is out? Yeah, I do. I, I really enjoyed him. I think Steve Carell is terrific in these movies yeah. as Gru as well. Um, in this, he's a sort of fanboy of a supervillain group known as the Vicious Six. This is a movie, I think this has been one that has been delayed, hasn't it? I mean, mm. because it was due to be released and obviously the pandemic held it up and then they wanted a big summer release with it as well. But uh, always fun. And I think yeah. you know what you're going to get exactly. with uh, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Okay, a couple more to mention on the big screen this weekend. Yes, we do. We have uh, Nitram. This is um, Khalib Landry-Jones starring in this. Uh, Judy Davis also starring. So uh, Nitram lives with his mother and father in suburban Australia in the mid-1990s. He lives a sort of life of isolation and frustration had never been able to fit in. That is until unexpectedly he finds a close friend in a reclusive heiress, Helen. However, when that friendship meets its tragic end and loneliness and anger grow, he begins a slow descent that leads to disaster. This did well on the fest Circuit, actually. Yeah, he got Best uh, Actor in Cannes, didn't he? That's right, yeah. yeah. Justin Kurzel directed who would have done, you know, Macbeth and the true history Great of director. the Kelly Gang mm. as well. So yeah, so it's a lot of attention around around this. A slow burning drama, definitely. And uh, just to mention as well, we also have a documentary, Castro Spies as well. This is the story of Cuban spies been sent undercover to America in the 1990s, follows their recruitment, training and eventual capture on US soil and reveals a secret world of false identities, love affairs and betrayal. All right, Garrett. And finally, you always leave us with a TV movie recommendation. What do you recommend? for us this weekend. I liked this movie possibly because I like Jack Nicholson on screen I also like (laughs) Kathy Davis uh, Kathy Bates sorry on screen as well and this is about a grouchy aggravated 60 something struggles to cope with enforced retirement and the death of his wife as well and looking for a new direction in his life he seeks solace in writing letters to a Tanzanian orphan and attempting to stop his daughter's marriage to a man he considers unworthy Mm. of her so it's a comedy drama it's called About Schmidt Uh, Dermot Mulroney also starring in it as well Hope Davis also so it's on TG Carr tonight at 9.35. Very good. Thanks a million, Garrett. Thanks, Aideen.